Welcome, friends. Whether you're walking or driving or doing chores or just sitting with a cup of coffee, wherever you are, I hope you're encouraged by our time together. My name is Sarah, and these are some thoughts from my chair. We're in the last week of meditating on raw prayers, and we're talking about praying through our doubt. Last time I asked the question, what if Adam and Eve had, Adam and Eve had taken the time to talk to God about their doubts? They didn't, of course, but there are a lot of doubters in the scriptures, and a lot of them did take the right step. They took their doubt to God. Abraham and Sarah wondered if God could give an old man and woman a child. They doubted enough that they substitute a slave woman to give birth for them. Massive consequences came from that, but in the end, they continued to trust God. They're listed among the faith heroes in Hebrews 11. Moses doubted he could be the leader God was asking him to be, and he said so to God's face at the burning bush. Ultimately, he obeyed. He followed God. He led his people to freedom. Esther doubted that she could save her people, but she prayed and fasted anyway, and God used her to do the impossible. Don't forget Job. He gets a whole book. Of course, doubting Thomas, one of the 12 disciples, we could go on and on. There's hardly a book of the Bible that goes by where we don't see someone wondering, questioning, doubting, asking. No matter their circumstance, no matter their suffering, no matter the mountain in front of them or the adversary pursuing them, God never abandons them or leaves them hopeless. When they cry out and when we cry out, God hears and God responds. So let's listen to David's cries in Psalm 13 and use them to pray through our doubts today. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I take counsel in my soul and have sorrow in my heart all the day? How long shall my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and answer me, O Lord my God. Light up my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed over him. Lest my foes rejoice because I am shaken. But I have trusted in your steadfast love. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Have you ever wondered that? How long? We're trapped in time, and it can be agonizingly slow when we're waiting for answers, when we're waiting for healing, when we're waiting for some relief from a struggle. In fact, God's entire story seems to be taking forever. I mean, Jesus came, he died, he was raised, we've been redeemed, so why the long delay in returning and finishing the job? Why not just end the suffering of creation and humanity once and for all? His slowness baffles us at times, right? But the key is right here in this psalm, God's steadfast love. In Hebrew, that word is chesed, and it's used over all the scriptures. No matter how long we wait, how long we toil, how long we endure, our faith and confidence are an almighty God of steadfast, unfailing, persevering, forever love. Paul writes to the Romans that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. If you belong to Christ, then even in the waiting and even in the questions, you can do what David does here. You can praise God for his goodness, even as you wait. So in the face of your doubt, pray through it. Ask God the hard questions. Tell him what you're feeling and then declare to him and to yourself, I will trust you. I will praise you. You are good. Thank you for joining me in my chair today as we learn to pray raw prayers in the Psalms. If this encouraged you, please like, subscribe, and share. You can find more resources from Grace Church, including the sermon series that inspired this season, by visiting whoisgrace.com forward slash reach.